Hi everybody, I'm Sal, and you're listening to the Elseworlds Exchange, brought to you by Comic Pop. Go to comicpop.net for all your YouTube comic book needs. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at audible.com. If you use our custom URL at audibletrial.com slash comicpop, you will get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. You can get over 180,000 titles that you can download onto your phone, either i or Android, Kindle or MP3 player. Use that custom URL of audibletrial.com slash comicpop and get yourself a 30-day free trial and one free audiobook download audibletrial.com slash comic pop all right let's get on with the show now sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate enemy of criminals a mysterious all-powerful character a problem to the police what a crusade of law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Welcome to the show, Tiffany, once again. Thanks. Really, it's my week, so that's welcome right. to, to my show. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> welcome to Tiffany's show, everybody. It's not really my show. I still took it away from you. That's so right. today we're going to be talking about Comic-Cons, because San Diego was last weekend. We're yep. getting rapidly closer to it having been a week away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we're getting closer and closer to October, which is... Uh, New York Comic Con, which is our biggest show that we attend. That's right. Uh, it's us and Valiant. Valiant and us put all of our eggs in one basket, and we hit New York yes. with a vengeance. That's true. We also didn't go to Baltimore. But we have also been going to Baltimore, and we'll, we'll yes. cover all the shows that we yes, like to we go will. to, and all the pros and cons haha, of uh, the con-going experience. And actually, <laughs> come back. Uh, all right. And actually, it's interesting because um, we've been on, we've been at cons from all different sides of the table. We've yes. gone as non-fans. We've gone like as I've brought people who have not been fans at all of co- of comics in any way. Yep. We've gone to different types of cons, video game shows, trade shows, toy shows, that kind of thing. Uh, in addition to comics, and we've gone as exhibitors, we've gone as pros, and we've gone as press. And some of us have gone as volunteers. That's true. <laughs> so there's lots of different uh, examples of how you can attend a con. But uh, so this episode is in is, is in celebration of That's the right. con-going experience, and we I, I, I subtitled tips and tricks or t- tips and tales. Yeah, or and we like got plenty of those. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> if you if you've never been to a con or you've gone to a con but you're like you're kind of like I want to I want to make this work better or mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Hopefully we'll be here to help. So right. I'm gonna relegate that to kind of like towards the end of the show. Okay. So if there's any questions, we can probably field some of those. Yeah. Uh, Take advantage of the live format when this show is live, usually. Which is now. Which is right now. Unless you're watching it later. Then it's not. No. So, uh, all right. Here are a couple of stories about some shows that we do. I guess we'll go over just a list of cons that we have attended and sure. slash, slash attend regularly. Um, Baltimore Comic Con might be the one that we go to. It's Comic Con. It's New, it's Baltimore, New York that are the ones that we go to the most or yes. have been to the most. Yes. Uh, New York was the one we went to the first. That was my first con. Yes. I think it was yours as well. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the first one we went, we went to was 2006. Yes. I want to say that was it. I don't really know. It was it was the well. And it was when it really just first started. Exactly, the first year that New York Comic Con started, we went to. It. Yeah, we were just um, little comic fans. Exactly. Just yeah, we didn't even have a YouTube channel at that point. Um, but uh, if you if you've seen our back issues on cons yes. and you've heard many of the stories about the first time we went to a uh, New York Comic Con so I won't I'll spare you that yeah. instead go to that episode and watch it yeah you can watch that one but be warned there's a story that Sal tells in there that he remembers one way and I remember another oh yeah uh-huh. well let's just clear the air then oh, go, ahead. Okay. go ahead tell it's that story it's part of the story that you tell about the first year we went and the fire marshal showed up and they closed 
the con off from people getting in. Yes. And you went and we all cut the line. Well, because, okay, yeah. Like, so we go to the... For some context, what right. happened was, uh, you know, if you've ever been to a huge scale con like New York, San Diego, Chicago's uh, C2E2, then you usually get like a wristband or you'll get your tag yep. and you can come and go. As you please. And there are multiple entrances yep. through which you can do that. That's correct. At uh, the first year of New York Comic Con, they... They mis- screwed up. Well, they miscalculated, and it's funny how often New York kind of like screws up some aspect I, no, of the show. No, but they messed up real bad. Well, they, didn't, <laughs> they miscalculated how many people actually wanted to go to a huge con. Right. Uh, and it was like in the tens of thousands instead of like the thousands that they expected. Right, and they didn't expect everyone to want to be there at the same time. Which is weird, because like when you give hours, that's the window of time when people that are going to be there. That is going to be open. But uh, when we went, uh, we, we, went, we went in, they we had the one time. section of the whole Javits Center for... For the show, we have yes. a good time. We break for lunch, yep. and they, you know, if you've ever gone to, gone to a con, uh, usually if it's in any kind of convention center, they'll have these kiosks open, you yes. know, like a, 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 a food court more or less. Yeah. Or uh, actually, in New York now, they've opened up food trucks. Yeah, they have. To, but we, we go areas. somewhere else. We, we go, don't do that. We and go. by the way, here's a quick tip for you: don't waste your money. At those places. No, it's, you know what it is, like, it seemingly, it seems like you're gonna, like, save time because it's right there, but everyone else has had that thought, and there's, the line's gonna be crazy. Yes. And with things, and I know, like, not a lot of people use Yelp, but the fact is, like, use Yelp when you're at a con. That's the thing. If they're you're gonna in... let you, de- like, determine how much you want to pay, how close it is to you, yeah. and you can just head off. And we've always done that, and yes, there are other people who will go and do that as well, but it's a lot fewer. And the fact is, you're in a, if, if you're traveling to a show, you're in a different place place, you're in a different city, mm-hmm. explore it and use lunch or dinner as a excuse to really get a chance to get out there. Absolutely. Because like, the worst thing you can do is go home and have people go like, you were in Philadelphia, what'd you see? And it's like, nothing. The I went inside to a, of the convention I center. went to a big room that was modeled after every other convention I've ever been to because if, mm-hmm. in the days of Wizard World, you know, Tallahassee, there are a thousand cons and they all look exactly the same. Yep. Uh, so go out and try different things. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. But uh, anyway, so we broke for lunch, we went to Manginaro's. Yeah. We had a great uh, Italian uh, lunch. Awesome. Then we came back. Right, now hang on. I do want to mention, if you've been to New York, I believe where they actually had the con is where they have the, the special guests. Uh, yes. Like that one room. Right. Like it's that big kind of... It, it's weird. It's downstairs. it got the concrete floor. Mm-hmm. I think that's where they had it. It's either yeah, it was that, downstairs. Yeah, it was downstairs yeah. and it was bizarre. It was really weird. And it, now you're like, oh, really? Yeah. Because like, it was tiny. So we get back. And there's this huge line. Yeah. And we're like, well, what is this for? It must be for people who don't have tickets. Exactly. So we bypass that line, go yep. all the way to the front to find that the fire marshal is visited and they are closing it down. Yeah, and they can't actually allow anyone in unless someone has left. Right. So they're like, as people are leaving, they let like a, a set of people in. And the line that we saw that is like out... <laughs> It was, it was, it was, if you've ever been to the Javits, it's downstairs, up the stairs, up the other set of stairs, through the con and around the building. So you're, you're, you're screwed. It was not good. You're not getting back in. So there we are. And there, like, there's the line that's here and like it, it essentially like it's going in here, but then it has to cross around a bend. Yes. Right. And there's all these people like us, several of us standing, looking, trying to figure out what's going on because Mm -hmm. seemingly when we went in the first time, there was no problem. Yeah. So... All of a sudden, this gentleman of authority, seemingly of the fire marshal authority, mm-hmm. comes out and says, everybody has to move and clear the hallway because right. they can't have us obstructing the hallway. And he does this kind of like sweeping And move. by the way, the people we were involved in conversation with were 
uh, con volunteers and yes. like official people. It oh, wasn't yeah. just like we we made friends with the people in the front of the line. No, but we, we also did. did. So how Sal remembers it is that when they did that, he just slipped into the line and and the rest of us, including myself, followed. Yeah. Let me tell you what actually happened. The truth of what happened is myself and a much taller, much larger gentleman who was right behind me, because I had gone up a little further, because yes. I was like, I'm going to find out what's happening. I refuse to wait in this line. Right. <laughs> yes. And he and I had this moment where we looked at each other and then just <laughs> slipped into the line. Uh. Now, I know the guy behind me who is huge. And I don't mean just like, Big. I mean, like, like yeah, he he's, is jacked. Yeah, he lives. No one's going to tell this guy to get out of the line. No. And now I'm with him. Right. And I look at you two, who is Sal and a friend of ours, yep. and they got in with us. Right. So So that's how it worked and out. And that is how it and worked then out. They, and then they started letting people in, like, two at a time. Right. But then, as we were going in, they were like, this line is capped. Right. And I had gotten in, because I was in front of Sal. And they were like, no one is coming into the show for the rest of the day. Yeah. No, it was like for like at least an hour. Okay. Well, at that point, it, it was, was like ridiculous. four or five o'clock at yes. night, so it wasn't going to happen. No. And then uh, you said, you know, he's with me. Yeah. Well, what happened was like they were like, I hear them yelling, and I turn around and I, and I look, and I'm like, oh no, no, they're with me. Yeah. And then they looked at us, and then they looked at you, and they were like, like no, they're not. And you're like, no, they are. Oh, yeah, and then you grabbed on. my hand and pulled us in. Yes. And they were like, all right. Yep. And then we got in and we enjoyed the rest of the con. Yeah. But I just want to clear the air on that one. Yeah. That, that it was, was I who cut the line. It was you who cut the line. So everyone <laughs> can direct their, their, their rage. That's right. That was my fault. Yeah. That was entirely me. Yeah. From 10 years ago. Yeah. Right at her. Right, right. If you, uh, have a, if you were there that day. Yeah. yeah. That was a... That yeah. Was, then we cut you. Yeah. If you were, at the, if you were at New York Comic Con Ooh, 2006, I cut you in line. you were in that line? line? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I cut you in line. Mm -hmm. uh, but we did get to meet Kevin Smith and that was a lot of fun. We did. That was awesome. Yes. Uh, so that's one of the things that I like the most, or at least I was dazzled by the most from cons when, yes. I, when we first started going was you can meet celebrities. And, you can. And, and, and uh, comic book creators. And you know what's funny about that? Like, all the interactions we've had with celebrities have been really super positive. And funny, a lot of the times. Like, I remember when we met Ernie Hudson. Yes. And you have to remember, when you meet the celebrities, most of the time it's either on, like, the autograph floor, it's on the actual con floor itself. It's loud. Yes. So you're talking to them, but, like, you're not, you're trying to have, like, this kind of intimate conversation where you're like, I'm meeting you, and this is awesome. Yeah. And they're just trying to hear you. Yeah. And we go to have our photo taken with Ernie Hudson, and he wanted to know what everybody's name was, which I was like, that's really cool. Like, he cares enough to yeah. find out what everyone's name is. So I go, I'm like, my name's Tiffany. And he looks at me and he goes, Jiminy? And I'm like... What? what? <laughs> like, like, yeah, you know, like most women, <laughs> yeah, you know, I am named Jimmy. My parents are huge fans of Pinocchio. Yes. And in particular, the cricket. Right. So they named me after their favorite um, male insect, insect character. character. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah, we clear the air about that, but like, I've always like, that's like one of my favorite moments. Yeah, that's a great, uh, that's a great <laughs> picture. There's a lot going on in that photo, by I the way. I love that photo. That was from two years ago. Yeah. Uh, my sister worked in a, in a specialty shoe store in this, in the city and uh, one of her many uh, Christmas gifts to everyone in the family for a couple of years was shoes. And she yes. was like, I got you these really, really awesome sneakers that you can wear at the, you know, anywhere and they feel comfortable and they'll never wear down or die. And she gave them to me and I was like, cool, thanks. And they were bright red. They, they look like fucking clown shoes. I remember those shoes. And uh, I hated them and avoided wearing them at all costs. One time I went to the gym and I was wearing, a, I, I, I absently put on a pair of red trunks, my Superman shirt, and my red shoes and I looked like 
a goddamn cosplayer. Yes. Or if you're a fan of Adventures of Superman, I look like Bibbo Babowski handing out sandwiches at the soup kitchen. But uh, <laughs> and never again. But then uh, one day we, I was like, you know what? We're going to the con. I real and by the way. Footwear is incredibly important it really for going is. to a con, especially even if you're going for one day or three days or four or five, like these other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you need proper footwear. Yes. If you are, if you've ever been on your feet for a while and you're like, these shoes are comfortable, but they still hurt at the end of the day, get the insoles. Get yes. the get the Dr. Scholl's, whatever they are. Yeah. Stick them in there. See how they feel. Because yeah, don't also, put them in the first day. Get them before you go and try them out. Wear them in. Yeah. Because uh, your feet are going to hurt. Yep. Remember one time I had a job interview in Manhattan. And I had to, I wanted to, imp- I dressed to impress. Mm-hmm. And I wore a, my, my three-piece suit and a, and my matching shoes. And uh, then I was going to meet friends for dinner afterwards. So I went for my meeting at 9 in the morning and then waited until 6 p.m. for them to, for my friends to come up from Virginia. And I walked all throughout Manhattan in dress shoes and my feet bled legitimately. And wow! so, yeah, it was, a, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare scenario. That's and- like what it is when a girl decides to wear... She's High heels, a, are, yeah, and they yeah. shouldn't. And they should not do that. But and, we do, yeah, and we keep recommending, like, because we don't care what kind of fair shoes you wear, to just wear comfortable shoes. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna hurt myself. I'm gonna wear these stupid red clown shoes. And so I did. And you know what? They were pretty comfortable. They were. And uh, and I really didn't have to think about them. They're also breathable, so you know it was really comfortable. And uh, then we posed for our photo with Ernie Hudson, and the photographer, like, because Ernie Hudson was also uh, participating in, like, a show car event, they had the Ecto-1A from Ghostbusters 2 in the background. Yep. And so when they took the photo, they're like, okay, so you're going to want all four of you in the photo, but you're also going to want Ecto-1A in there. Yeah. And you know what? You're also going to want our display inflatable Stay Buff Marshmallow Man that in the photo as well. That was where they could have cut it So we're going to need, like, everyone to kind of stand at an angle, and we're really going to want to get your stupid goddamn clown shoes in this photo. Yep. Um, can we can we get that photo? Yeah, I'll Just because, why not? But, like, so it's immortalized forever that I wore these stupid goddamn shoes. So if you do wear shoes, you know, uh, comfort is more important. I will say, you know, outside of this photograph, it, I, was, I was very comfortable. So this is the photo in question. I'm trying not to get any glare. And those are my goddamn They're shoes. They're the shoes. Oh, there we go. Yep. And they are. But right, like, who takes a photo like that? These are professional yeah. photo takers, and they were like, eh, here it all is. Yeah. Check out the behind the scenes you can also see here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching that. Yeah. Fix it in Photoshop. Make them blue or something. Yeah, yeah, right? Or black, I guess, would be the way to go. It's really hard, you know. I could just crop it. Yeah. But this, but that's so funny. But also, it, Ernie also... Hudson and I are wearing the same type of shoes. We're both wearing Converse. That's true. So. But also, by the way, uh, that's another thing that factors right into... Uh, yes, what Sal's you're gonna a want. giant. He, he's, I am a he's almost as tall as the State Puff Marshall. Not that big. And you know how tall he was. So. But uh, yeah, Ethan, by the way, never really went to cons. His first con was, I think, New York Comic Con and uh, with, with us over the years. And he was he doesn't really go for the whole celebrity autograph picture kind of thing. But he... I threw those shoes out, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't, he doesn't have those shoes anymore. Apparently. But uh, when we got our picture with Ernie Hudson, I'm like, do you want to go do the picture with Ernie Hudson? Expecting him fully to go, nah. But yeah. he was like, yeah, all right, let's go. And like, the more we got to it, the more excited he became. Yes, he really for, was. For, for being in a photo with Winston. Yep. Uh, so the one thing that I will say, it's a tip for, for if you go to a con, take as many pictures as you possibly can. Yeah, you really should. Like, take pictures with cosplayers take pictures with celebrities if you get the opportunity yeah take pictures of the show and favorite things things you don't want to forget things like yes because we have cameras in our phones you can literally take a picture 
for days, as yeah. long as you have enough battery power. Right, and you could take pictures of things that you're like, man, I want to make sure I check that out later on, especially yeah. if something isn't available at the con. Like, yeah. if they're showing something that's a prototype, showing something that's coming out soon, take a picture of it. And if you don't want to, like, carry around business cards, you can always take a picture of a business card. Yes, or... we've done that several times. Like, you yeah. meet someone... You're like, I don't want to carry the can. Or they or they only have one. Yeah, you just click. I just take a picture done. of it, and then I've got it forever. Uh, that's another thing that also factors in. You're going to want power. You're going to want actual power. You've got to have gonna, power. You're going to have, you need your master sword, <laughs> and you're going to have to draw power from Eternia. But no, you're going to need yeah. power for your phones. And uh, that is priority number one for me. Yes. Is you're going to need battery or at least one of those like battery like a power bank. Power bank. Yeah. Uh don't forget it because the last thing you're going to want especially in the in the days of Pokemon Go your 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 battery will last maybe an hour. Right, and they do have charging areas, and a lot of them, at least the past years that we've gone just recently, mm -hmm. certain um, booths will, will sponsor something like that, where essentially you bring your phone, yep. you plug it in, you lock it up, and then you come back later on and, and you get your phone back. Yeah, after it's that's at larger that shows. That you've lost your phone for that amount of time. So if there is a photo you want to take, you missed out on it. Yeah, and if there's not an available plug at that time you either have to sit by a wall and wait for your phone to charge with a bunch of other people yep um yeah we just had better success with making sure that we have our own source of power yeah just have phones. it with us so you will definitely need that mm -hmm. uh so uh getting outside of new york comic-con we went to that we've also been to baltimore comic-con mm -hmm. and baltimore is a really fun show it is uh it is primarily com uh, comics there's no real other presence there no they will have celebrities at times they're they're building up to that but yeah. even then like there's three celebrities out of like a hundred uh, professional comic book creators. Right, right. Um, Baltimore is, um, it's definitely a smaller experience. Yes. But it's a, it's a strong experience. Like, if you're looking to meet a comic creator who's from the East Coast, more than likely they will make the journey down there. Yep. Oh, um, definitely. And uh, larger scale people will be there. Uh, unlike a show, uh, unlike most Wizard World shows, which are basically yes. uh, world uh, wrestling uh, conventions. Mm -hmm. uh if you go to Baltimore and you want to like have an actual intimate experience with like a real creator like Mark Wade, right? You can just go and he'll probably like. There's, I think it's a two day show, mm -hmm. and because I, I never remember if it's if they've expanded it to three, but I think it is three now. I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. But like, um, if you go uh, and they're busy, wait a minute. Because usually the crowds will dissipate. Yes. There will always be an opportunity at Baltimore for you to have like a real experience with somebody that you respect and yep. admire. Yep. Uh, which is kind of like the coolest thing about going to these cons is not necessarily like collecting your autographs, but really cementing genuine real experiences. Yeah. Uh, I, I've read a lot of uh, comment threads that feature, you know, about cons, people asking like, you know, uh, I'm going for the first time, what should I do? And it's like, talk to these people, you know, treat them like human beings. Like if you, if, if you read a comic when you were a kid, mm -hmm. uh, that you really love and you remember who worked on it, like, and they're at the show, tell them. Yes. I remember one time we were leaving Baltimore Comic-Con and DiMatteis, J.M. DiMatteis, who wrote Craven's Last Hunt, uh, Spider-Man 400, uh, Sp Spectacular Spider-Man number 200, like the dude has written, and of course, Justice League 3000 and all of these other great things. Um, DiMatteis had a booth. I didn't know he was going to be there and we were leaving. We mm -hmm. were in a line to get a signature from, uh, I think, J. Scott Campbell. And he was packing up his booth and I'm like, hold on a second. I went over to him and as he was leaving, I'm like, listen, 
Mr. DeMatteis, I just wanted to say, you wrote one of the most powerful comic books of my, like, young adult life, and it blew my fucking mind. And he was so, like, and I'm like, I don't, I don't need anything, I don't have any comics for you to sign, I just wanted to let you know. And he was so fucking blown away. Mm-hmm. He was just like, wow, thank you, like, that's really yeah. cool, what's your name? And we just chatted for a little while they about did. his process, and, like, that was more valuable than any signature, although later I did get a signature. Yes. Uh, in, yeah, I think I've told the story about when we met the, Ven- uh, the Doc Hammer and Jackson Public. Yeah. And well, I'll cut to the end of the story where we talked to them for like two and a half hours. It wasn't that long. You talked to Doc Hammer for a good like, like hour. No, it was like 20 minutes. It was a lot longer than it 20 won't. minutes. But uh, <laughs> but uh, our, our, our associate and I, uh, and I were just standing around talking to Jackson Public because he couldn't leave. And he was just like, I really want to leave. And I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you. And um, he, uh, <laughs> and then at the end they were like, well, I guess we should probably get out of here. And I was like, yeah. And then I handed him, like, the things to sign. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it was literally the least slick thing you think you've ever done. Well, because it was just, like, it was this real moment where we're just like, we're just treating each other like adults. They didn't even talk about comic yes. books. They were talking about art and shit. And then I'm like, but don't forget. I'm a fan of yours. Right, but I still want the signature. Yeah, but don't forget, I'm going to ruin this moment by right. being a nerd. Right. And, by the way, that's, like, good to like a good tip or, like, something to mention. Yeah. Is that, for the most part, artists and writers will be happy to talk with you. They'll be happy to sign something for you. Sometimes they'll charge and that's entirely up to you if you feel like you want to pay for it or not, especially yeah. for this, just the signature alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, like you're going to notice sometimes, especially like, let's say you have like 20 or so items that you feel you wanted to get signed by a person. Yeah. Try to look at them, see what their state is. Right. If they're they looking, will... if they're doing one of these. Yeah. That might not be the best time to start talking. Yeah, a lot also, of, if they're eating. Yes, don't, don't when they're eating. Like we try to limit the interaction. If like if we know they're gonna probably leave, like maybe we'll just say hi, hey, thanks. Like, yeah, if it looks like they're you. leaving, it's yeah. just like, hey, listen, I just wanted to have this experience. Goodbye. Like, right, but like they artists and writers and, and people just in general um, who are presenting at the con, um, they get con fatigue. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they get tired. It's a long weekend yeah even if you're walking around for three full days like them and it feels like well why would they be tired they're literally just sitting there for three full days right remember the last time you would just sit for three days right and they kind of have to be on the whole time yeah they, like, they it, have to interact they have to because you know... if any if any creator celebrity whatever has a negative experience with a, with a fan uh or they let the day get to them yes not only will they will the will the fan never forget it yes but in the days of the internet they're just going to share that experience yeah and they'll get a stigma i know one huge i, I saw another common thread where people are like do comic creators charge for signatures most don't no one does and he's the one of the biggest comic book creators out there who definitely charges and he has a negative reputation as a result of that yes. not only for charging but also for being a little terse with his audience mm-hmm. and it depends on how well you catch him because we've met him a number of times and i want to leave him nameless although it's obvious who he is and if you base if you watch any of our videos you'll find it <laughs> but uh we've had we've had several experiences with him and he has been both terse and incredibly gracious and pleasant yes um yeah. Sometimes in the same exact experience. Yes. No, it's true. It's so very true. It depends on like how you catch them and, right. and how you come off. Right. And if let's say you want a photo with them or honestly anyone, like if you want to take a photo with a cosplayer, yeah. our thing is we always ask. Yeah. Like you always like you're like, hey, is it alright if we grab a photo? Like yeah. you know, they themselves, like, yes, they went to the con, they came in costume, but 
it's still nice to ask because they too will have con fatigue. Oh yeah. The the writer or the the creator or the artist or whatever may not feel like having their photo taken. That's right the thing. And there. and there are some creators who are really gun shy about having their photo taken. Mm-hmm. Um, we did an interview with uh, Jim Salakrep, who was the editor of Spider Man and Marvel at the time, uh, about like twenty five years, thirty years ago, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I don't do." video yeah um david michelini same person doesn't want to take any photos um doesn't do photos so you know it's it's always really cool to just like say hey listen is it cool if we uh yeah if, if i do a photo and like if not no big deal i'm not you know signatures just as well you know just as good as, as that mm-hmm. um most are happy to do it though because they know you know what i mean like there's if they're there, they're aware that these are the things that are going to happen. Right, And so right. they, they usually will let you know up front. Right. And, like, most of them, when it comes to photos, especially the the creators, it's, you know, for them, that's just free publicity. If you tweet that out, if you share that on Instagram, you share that, like, on Snapchat or anything like that, like, that's just reminding people that they exist. Exactly. So for the most part, they'll be fine, but they'll appreciate the courtesy. That's true. Um, so Baltimore is a great show. Uh, yes. We went last year. Actually, uh, Rob from Comics Explained and Benny from Comic Story came with us this year. Yes, uh, for the first time ever, and uh, they had a really <laughs> they had a really singular experience. They sure did. And the the more uh, into YouTube we get, and the further along we get as subscribers go and views and, mm-hmm. and all that, and, and you know notoriety goes, uh, we have experienced the like the fan meetup. Which is something that is kind of new to us at this point. Yeah. Somebody asked if we were going to do a fan meetup at Baltimore this year. Yes, we are going to do that. Um, although I find it presumptuous when we do it. Like yeah, I get if Benny does it, it's like I and me too. But like when it's us, it's like oh, you know, I don't want to be like hey, when 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 our legions or throngs right, of fans right. are going to start. But here's the thing: like if you're at Baltimore and you know that we're at Baltimore, just say hey. Like we'll try to let you know where we're at. Yeah, it's hard to like real like to live tweet where we are now in today's periscope i could legitimately actually just be like i'm here oh yeah yeah no that's very true also that's another good point though is about the whole internet thing mm-hmm. sometimes a con will have great internet and sometimes it won't especially if they offer wi-fi everyone's trying to use that yep. wi-fi and the funny thing about that for me is that all the cons are like don't forget we have our digital app that'll tell you where everything is yeah usually but it's more- garbage and doesn't work <laughs> and most of them require an internet connection in order to update yeah. um so if you're interested in getting the scheduling i know it's archaic but pick up the schedule pick up the schedule like, or, the or look it up or look it up beforehand yeah it's always a good idea that if you're interested in panels or mm-hmm. screenings or anything like that um or even signings by certain artists who, who have, scheduled have to them. schedule it around like scott snyder yeah. was very very in demand right um, now yeah so we he... would we would definitely recommend that you you go online like even a day before because the day before pretty much people have canceled yeah and they've gotten new people at that point you can kind of make a, a schedule yeah. put it on your phone if you want like That's you true. know what i mean like and you know just in a place that doesn't need internet access put the time and the location because if you know the location any volunteer can tell you where to go exactly but they may not know where the panel is that you're specifically looking for we've had that plenty of time where we're like we're looking for this meetup yeah. and they're like i don't know, I don't what know who that, that is. is and you're like but if you can tell them it's in like, like you know, conference room blah. Yeah. They can tell you how to get there. Exactly. Um. So, and for more popular ones of that, it's always like unfortunately you will have to get there early. And oh yeah. And everyone else is gonna want to like do that as well. But yeah. Always. When it comes to like shows like San Diego and New York, uh, you have to prioritize. Prioritizing mm-hmm. what you want, what kind of experience you're looking for. Um. There's shows like Dragon Con, which are so huge. And when I say huge, I mean like. There are, like, cons within cons, and they're in different locations and different hotels. 
even San Diego's gotten to that point at this at this degree where you don't even need a badge to have a San Diego Comic Con experience because no, there don't. are like other cons going on within moved. the hotels yep. uh, or outside venues and crazy shit happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to plan out like what you want, what kind of experience you're looking for, yep. and then what kind of experience organically arises out of that. Yep. Um, if your if your goal is signatures, then bring your books, plan a day. I would say plan like that day and yeah. just get it all done within that day, so right. that you have another day or two to like yeah. unwind and enjoy and, it. And Unfortunately, like, for the most part, most of the people you want are going to be there on Saturday if the con's over the weekend, but Saturday's usually the hardest time to get a signature. It's the biggest day. It's There's going to be the most amount of people and probably going to be the most high-profile guests. Exactly. Um, If you know a guest that you want is only there for one day... That's who you want to target. If you know someone's going to be there all weekend, you might want to wait until that Sunday to, to do it. But go earlier. They've been known to leave early. Like yeah, they, if, if they find that like either they're getting tired or nobody's really showing up, yeah. they're gone. Yeah, if their time goes from, like let's say, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., don't show up at 3.50. Because they'll probably have left. They've probably already gone, but which sucks, true, but sometimes it happens. Them. It, no. it can happen. It's just something to keep in mind. But I keep that in mind for anyone I ever want to meet. Yep. I, I'll always try to get there like an hour beforehand, right. just to even to see how the line's going to be. Yep. And don't forget, if you're looking to get a commission yes. by pretty much any artist who is available to do so, whether that be um, you know an actual person who works in the industry currently, mm-hmm. or someone who from is... Artist just, Alley. From Artist Alley. From Artist Alley. Um... You want to set that up as early as you can. That could be something that if you are going to be there, let's say you're there Saturday and Sunday, you're going to want to try and get in the line on Saturday to fill in their schedule because they typically they have the schedule yeah. and they're going to fill it in based on how long they believe it's going to take them to do the pieces. Yeah. And then you just come and you pick it up and, later and on. You'll actually find that a lot of people will set up their commissions beforehand, usually through their website or Twitter. Yeah, you can also do that. Which is why I always recommend if there's anybody that's like attending a show that's high profile, follow them on Twitter or at least follow their social media mm-hmm. for the week prior that they are are going to be at the show because usually they will have the updates like mm-hmm. they're going to want you to be able to find them and so as such they're going to want to tell you the most up-to-date information and it's their priority to do that and not the conventions so like if you want to meet like let's say somebody like kevin smith follow him on twitter at least a week or or at least a few days before the show so that you can see if he's going to be there or if he's like changed schedules or right if he's be late. right can i tell a quick story yeah someone mentioned the the actor who played uh, rudy or samwise who would be sean astin, sean astin yes. i have a great story about sean astin yeah um he was at was it new york, new york comic con and uh he was doing signings yep. and um comic pop's own danielle is a Big fan. Yep, our current mod right now. Yes, and she was unavailable for that day, and that was the day he was going to be. The there. only day he was going to be there. He wasn't going to be there, so I was like, "Well, I could get her a signature, and like that's cool, but like she misses the actual interaction of talking to him, and yeah. that sucks." Uh, but given the fact that like we <laughs> as Comic Pop apply for press credentials, we uh, and and we shoot the show anyway, we're yeah. going to have some equipment on hand. Right. So we had we actually had a little handy cam. Yeah. And um, I get in the line. I yes, this was a situation. I had to pay for the signature. Yeah, totally. It was just like I by and the end of this, it would. It, it, was, it, it was, was worth so it. worth. But it. I will say, just a quick aside, uh, when it comes to paying for signatures and whatnot, com- uh, you know, like I said, comic book creators for the most part will sign for free. There is no celebrity uh-huh. who will not charge. So, no, it's true. And it will be anywhere from fifty dollars. And up. Yeah, we've seen 40. I've seen 30, but not at New York Comic Con. No, and... no. And that's another thing, too. 
they will charge based on the con they're at. New York Comic Con, they can charge pretty much whatever they want. Yes. Baltimore, if someone's there, it'll be a little bit less. And by the way, New York Comic Con, uh, it, it, it doesn't hurt to know the ins and outs of the show itself. New York Comic Con, unlike most larger scale shows, do not pay for their talent to come to the show. No. So if like you're meeting Sigourney Weaver at New York Comic Con, which by the way is has happened and is ridiculously expensive right it's her dime so she's got to pay to not only get but to new york but it's not just that and like we'll get into that yeah. but i want to finish the story but yes continue your story i'm sorry so i i'm waiting online it's just me yep i make it to the front of the line i pick out the photo i want to have him sign and um i talk to the handler because there's always a handler at the celebrity section at the celebrity section there's They're someone gonna there. have a person there to remove any uncomfortableness right. of handing exactly. money to somebody and it, well there's just there's that handler and then there's the con volunteer handler and yes. i'm talking to both of them and i kind of mentioned the situation and i was like do you think he would be willing to record a like a quick greeting to yeah. her and they're like i don't know but you can ask okay all right. Now that's also very important. Most of the time, cameras are not allowed in yes. the celebrity section. Yeah, you usually can't take your own photo. Right. Uh, but sometimes but I would, you can. I would it look depends. for signage. Usually, really there's a sign depends. that says like you can't take your own. It depends on the celebrities. Certain celebrities get really crazy about that, and they yes. won't allow anyone to take photos in the area of them. Yeah. So I get up there. I say hi to him. I ask him to to sign the thing, and I go and I and I very bluntly say, look, this is for a friend of mine. She couldn't be here today. Is there any way I could convince you to record a quick greeting like, to her? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, do it. And all of a sudden, like everything I know about how to work a camera falls out of my out brain. Window, yeah. Get the camera up, put it up there. And I'm like, okay. And he's signing the thing. And he's like, all right, what do you want me to say? And, and I'm like, oh, just say hi, Danielle. And he goes, hot Danielle. And I'm like, no, what? what? What is with <laughs> celebrities not having the ability to hear simple words? I know. And I'm like, no, I want you to say hi, Danielle. And he's like, well, is she hot? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, hi, hot Danielle. Yeah. And he just says this really cool greeting. And like, it's one of those moments I'm never going to forget. Yeah. Because he was so accommodating, so charming. Yep. So just willing to go for it. Totally there for the fans. And again, it was a minimal fee to get this experience yeah he's not as expensive as most no and it was totally worth it right. like worth the wait worth meeting this person and, yeah. I, and i think it comes down to that um is that you need to decide who you think's gonna be worth it yeah who you think you're gonna have the experience with so um i will never i will never forget no it's true Hot Danielle. <laughs> uh, we, and it's funny because like you're you know you are paying for an experience to yes. have with this person but like sometimes they will they recognize that, and yes. so they're like they create a new situation. Yeah, like, um, Nathan Fillion is renowned for that, especially yep. if you pay to get a um, a photo with a him. photo with him. Because like if you've ever looked at uh, certain celebrity photographs, like you could flip it, and the only thing that changes is the person in the other photo in the photo. Yes, with Fillion, he's like, let's mess with it, let's yep. change the whole thing. I yep. never do celebrity photos; I just don't like them. No, uh, they're also very costly. They're but very that's up expensive. To you. Yeah, that's really your priority. Right, but, like, and here's the thing, though you know for a fact that Fillion is wor is willing to do fun and an awesome things, so you might determine that that's a fee you're willing to charge because you know you're going to A, get a great experience, and B, a photo that's unlike any other one, that's anyone right. else's photos. Yeah. So could be worth it. And you'll find that most celebrities also will not allow a selfie without paying for some, some Right, right. Also, um, we were talking before about Sigourney Weaver. Certain celebrities like Sigourney Weaver um, well, so they're you, with a group yes. and the group is who determines the price. So that's why like someone like her is like $200 to get that. I think that. it was 
four hundred. It was ridiculous. Whatever. Which it is was. well, because it was two hundred dollars. I would have considered it. Right. But at four hundred dollars, I was like, that is not happening. No, it's true. I um, guess I'll never meet her then. Right. Like, that was how it went. Exactly, and that that really comes down to the fact that we we found out she was with a group, especially when you saw it with a bunch of other people. Yeah. So as soon as you see that, you know that a there's not only the celebrities fee that's involved with that, but now there's a group's fee that's involved with that. So yeah. you know it's going to be very very expensive. That's true. Um, but again, it comes down to what you're willing to pay for, how right. important it is to you. And that's entirely up to you. Uh, yeah. $4 for Sigourney Weaver to, uh, to answer that question. But there are some, by the way, it, like we were, I remember when I was with uh, Ethan, we were like joking around about that cost. Uh-huh. Uh, we were like, okay, so how many people do you think purchased the $400 signature? And then it's like, well, it has to be a certain number or it's not worth it for it to come here. So it has to be like over a hundred dollars or hundred people. Like, okay, well, hundred times 400 is holy crap. And then it's like, well, it's probably, is if there's 25,000 people here right now, that means that like, yeah. how what percentage knows that Sigourney Weaver is and is willing to pay $400? Holy shit. Oh my god how much money did she make this fucking day yeah, it's exactly for like it's, a two-hour window it's exactly that kind of thing yeah. um when we met um carrie fisher which again she was a little more costly but the experience oh yeah was spectacular because she's a little out of her gourd yeah uh, but in like a charming kind of like yeah. drunk ant way and to the point where like she had a little pot of glitter and after she signed your thing, she would then put glitter on she you. She would just, she would just like, Meh. like touch your face. Like if you were in John Travolta's family from Face Off. Yeah, it was bizarre, but like. But by the time we got to her, she had run out of glitter. She'd run out of glitter, but she was still, she was covered in glitter, and like that weight. While I hate waiting in lines, that wait in particular was so much fun. Yes. Because you, it was A, the anticipation of, oh my God, I'm going to meet Princess Leia. And then it was, why is everybody covered in glitter? And yeah. then it was piecing it together. And then it was seeing Emperor Palpatine. And then it was seeing Ian McDiarmid <laughs> adjacent to the line and no one going to him because his his cost for signature was so outrageous for him being so powerful. But he, and, and he had that fucking look on his face. Like he is not acting when he plays plays Emperor Palpatine. Nope. At least when he's playing the prequels Emperor Palpatine. That <laughs> moment where he's just like sitting, we, we got a glimpse of him th- as we were going through the snake line and he's just sitting there like, mm. like it's just son of a bitch. It was that smile that he made yep. in freaking at like Qui-Gon's funeral or whatever. You're like, what the crap? McDermott, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. So that was, that was, that was that a singular was an amazing experience. experience. Should we plug in the thing oh yeah i can totally plug it okay well while you're doing that i'm going to transition from baltimore so baltimore is a solely con experience it's a con-centric experience if you are a comic-centric experience uh they have great back issues they have great trades uh it's a great show they also have a lot of cosplayers it's the biggest show in baltimore so like yeah i think it's worth going yeah there's definitely a lot of cosplayers um if you definitely want to um pick up if you're looking for something to complete a collection oh yeah you probably will find it there that's true because there are so many comic retailers that show up to that one yeah uh, so moving away from baltimore we also have gone uh, several times to Kineticon, as yes. you might have noticed yes Kineticon is not a comic book convention no it's a pop culture convention yes. it's easily that it's a lot of it's a lot of vendors and a and lot of cosplayers. There's very little comic presence there. I mm-hmm. think there was maybe one booth this year that was selling back issues. Yep. 
Um, so they have that. That's cool. They always have like swords. There's a lot of manga though. They do. So, it's like, mu- it's almost an anime convention, right? Which is makes sense because back in the day when New York started, there was also an anime convention, and then eventually New York absorbed the anime convention, and they had the New York Comic Con and anime convention. Yes, at anime the same expo time. used to exist, and that was like in another section of the Javits, and then they just dissolved it. Yeah, then they just yeah. It's it's interesting how Reed Pop like will just absorb things and then and then eliminate them. Yeah, I mean like there's still it's certainly- like clover from Roger Rabbit where they bought the red <laughs> car to dismantle it. Right. But I mean like it there's still an anime presence I think Yeah, in New there York, is. Oh yeah. But there literally was. Well, they were like, okay, so there we already have a lot of anime. All right, but you also have the show that like competes with us that has anime. Yeah. So we'll buy it and then we'll and we'll have one and then we'll see how much it costs to have that show and then we'll get rid of it forever. Yeah, and that's pretty much what they did. And I You'll also really notice s- they got BookCon. Yeah. And so that'll be the end of that. Yeah. But, like, I loved when New York had the anime convention in oh, yeah. it. Because I was like, hooray! And, like, we would usually hit that, but I would typically go there That's by yours, yeah. You're like, I'm going to bomb in on this. I'm like, uh, I'm just going to go there and, and just, ah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Kineticon, um, they also have, like, some celebrities there. Not yeah, it depends much. on what year it is. Or it depends on what month they, or uh, what week right. within July they have it. Yes. Because it's always around the same time as San Diego, yeah. so it's like people prioritize. But... Yes, exactly. It, and it's weird, too, because, like, for me, Kineticon is this bizarre amalgam of, like, a bunch of other things. Yeah. Because they have a kind of interesting and strong gaming section. They do. It's funny. They, which they're... reminds me of PAX. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's a lot of things at once, and it's been that way forever since it started. And uh, we've been kind of... Imp- I've been very impressed with what they've done and how they have remained and uh, maintained their identity as Kineticon. Like, just one show. Yeah. It's not It's not like a Wizard World show, it's not like an anime show, nope. and it's not like PAX, it's nope. its own animal. Yep. Um, but it, it's fun and whatever. But let's move on. Yeah. Uh, so there's also smaller cons. Let's talk about some other smaller shows we've been to. There's, like, classic con- uh, comic cons that we've been to, like the Clifton Comic Show, which has been going on since I was reading Wizard Magazine. Ah. Uh, that's how long the Clifton Comic Show happens. Yeah, that, uh, um... That was... It's a church basement con. It is... If you want to know what it was like to go to Comic-Cons in 1994, then you should go to Clifton Comic Show, because it is literally a church basement full of peop- uh, comic book stores that have sent their shit to mm-hmm. that floor. And it's kind of fun, and it's kind of endearing, and the guys who run it love what they do, and they love comic books, and they have uh, auctions, and they're just they just go nuts. It's a yes. lot. It's really really cute. It is a pain in the ass to go to Clifton, but yes. it's almost. It, it, I think it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, at least once. Okay. Um, and I think we've done it once. So yeah. there you go. And I would never even think of it again. No, and I by the way, we moved on from Kineticon. Did you have any like cool? moments and stories from that from Kineticon yeah because uh, we talked about stuff from Baltimore and New York but yeah um, from like, Kineticon well we uh, when we when we filmed our scavenger hunt no the year before that yeah uh, we were we were there as press and they had the most impressive lineup of people there yes. than ever before because they had like uh, voice actors they had um, the dude who played Skeletor that was which was amazing and he did it for you and at the end of the show I, yeah yeah I, I and I was very because he's like He's like eighty something, and we had to like, <laughs> and I didn't want to like bug him and be like, "You're a Skeletor, Herpader," but like, we we wound up in this really really long uh, interview slash conversation in which I asked him just about the process and about the experience and motherfucker played Skeletor. Like, I got to give him like big ups for that. And like at the end of it, I I give him an opportunity to try it, and I was mm-hmm. like, I, we took a break so I so I could cut it if he was like, I don't want to do that. Right, right, right. No, I did ask him. I think I asked him up front. I'm like, would you mind doing it? Like, if you don't want to do it, it's totally yeah, cool. Like- 
but if don't. you do, yeah. like we could do a little inter- interaction with Skeletor. And he was like, no, of course. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then uh, afterwards, and then after the interview was over, I'm like, or after the bulk of the interview was over, I asked him, uh, you know, what uh, what Skeletor would think about a show like this. And then he broke into it. He did. He, and he didn't miss a beat. Nope. It was amazing. You also met Rob Paulson. I also met Rob Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. The dude played Yakko Warner uh, among everyone else. Mr. Opportunity from the Subaru commercials. And uh, Yeah, he did. He was, he's everyone. Yeah, he is. And he's still working to today. Yeah, he's still working today. He's still doing everything. He's, yep. uh, he's uh, Donatello on the new Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah. And was Raphael back in the day. That was one of the best Kineticons we've ever been to. And it was just, I think they just scheduled it correctly. They just, they just did it right. It's yeah. never been like that before or since. Yeah. And I don't think it ever will be like that again. Yeah. I had I had the opportunity, that same con, to meet <laughs> someone who I was excited for. But and didn't realize how excited until you got the opportunity. Yeah. And, like, literally, like, it was one of those things where we were shooting all day and then, like, we just kept missing her. Yeah. And by the time we got to her, it was, like she was pretty much leaving. She was going to a panel and that was going to be it for yeah. the day and we were only there for the one day so I almost completely missed out on it but because of how cool she was she stayed and she got through her line. Yes. It, it, to her handler's chagrin yes. I might add. Um, and I have a photo with her but who I'm talking about is I met the voice of GLaDOS. Yes. Um, and she is amazing mm-hmm. and I literally I, I was so nervous the more I got and like I can't even pinpoint why other than like I love Portal yeah I love Portal too like I love that whole series and she is like a little grandma yeah and like the, I was like oh my god I can't believe this is happening and yeah. like in like right before me she met a couple of other people and she sang like a little opera because by the way she's, she's an, an opera, opera singer. singer and I was like yeah, in the photo of me, I am grinning like an idiot. You're grinning like I am in my in, our, in my complimentary photo. No, that was, and I'm so glad we got that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. I also yeah, met Jennifer Hale. And you met Jennifer and Hale. And I like what I like to call every once in a while. This will happen to me. Um, I verbally threw up on her. Yeah. And what that means is I got up to Jennifer Hale, who has voiced, who's been a voice she, actor pretty much everybody. She's Commander she was, Shepard she was from Captain Mass Effect. Mar- she was Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel in the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes cartoon. Yep. Uh, and every female character from 1994 <laughs> to now, but like she is incredible. Yeah, she's Shepard in Mass Effect. She is. That might be that's uh, that's the number one thing I could point to. Um, but she was a voice actor who back in the day played a lot of female characters that yep. I loved, mm-hmm. and like just me too showed me that like the strength of a female protagonist yes. in, in any role. And I remember getting up to her and just being like. And, like, that's a tip for you guys that, like, (laughs) this is going to happen. It is. Especially the more cons you go to and the more people that you admire or respect or love or are a huge fan of. The more people that you meet, the easier it becomes until you meet someone that you never expected to meet. Yep. Uh, It'll blow your goddamn mind. It will. And it will also haunt your days because, like, you'll do (laughs) things, you'll say something and you'll be like, I said this to this person and I'm never going to meet them again. That's right. And that's over. No, it's literally, like, my interaction with her was telling her how awesome she was pretty much just using different adjectives and saying the exact same thing probably a dozen times shaking her hand and then walking away and then afterwards being like what happened what did i just do and that's that's (laughs) a thing to keep in mind like this will happen and it's totally okay because it'll it'll happen again yes or you'll get better you will get better and like but sometimes you won't and that's okay because as we've noticed they're fine with it. Yeah, because like, they've experienced it a they've thousand experienced times a day. It and so it's kind of flattering. I met uh, <laughs> I met Kevin Smith in two thousand at a Suncoast video uh, as a signing, and then I met him again in two thousand six at New York Comic Con, 
And then I met him again last year after New York Comic Con after a... Uh, uh, whatever the show is that he does with Ralph Garman. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but it's the biggest show he does. Oh, yeah, the... Um... Yeah, uh, but it's his podcast. And, uh, <laughs> wow. They we, we, we had worked out a thing where we went, got to go to the show for free, and then we went to the green room, we got to hang out with him for a little while. Yeah. And uh, my interaction with him was... I've met, him, met the man two times, we've interacted on Twitter before, and then I met him again, and I... Like practically farted on his face, like from like just not having anything of value yep. or interest to say, and I and I and I had something to say. Hollywood Babylon, That's thank it. you. I had something to say, and it was, you should check out my goddamn YouTube channel, and I didn't. Yeah. Like just fucked up. Yeah. And Ben was there, got to meet him, and didn't also do it. So fuck you, Ben. Yeah. But uh, by but like. It'll happen to you, and it'll happen to you in positions where, like, you shouldn't, like, you would not expect it. Right. Like, yeah. we've we've met members of the population who, like, couldn't figure, like, who just who had the same experience. They're like, bah! Which is, by the way, don't worry about that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're it's like, it's like having an interaction at the 7-Eleven. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and we're always happy to meet you, by the way. If you ever run into us yep. at a show, like, don't, don't, don't not. Because we've had people who, like, we've had people who thought the better of it like they were like oh that's 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 sal or tiffany i don't want to say i don't want to bother them and then they think twice and so we'll be walking away and i hear sal yeah just scream at me and that's fine and we'll it's a, and i'm like around. and i'm like what and they're yeah. like ah and it's it's delightful i love yeah, it every time it is by the way um that is kind of a pro too to having someone with you who may not know them or be as big a fan. We've done that several times. We're like, we're like one of us will be a huge fan yeah, and the other one isn't. It's like the wingman. Like I've definitely done that with you. Where like maybe you meeting a writer who is from like your childhood. Yes. And like I'll see him start to not know where to go with it, yep. and I'll just be like, yeah, and, and he's, I'll be like, hey. Just to give him a chance to, to gather get, my goddamn and shit And then he together. can actually have his conversation. Yeah. Uh, meeting uh, Linda Hamilton was that. Yes. And that photo, <laughs> that, that photo of itself is like, I've never, like, you know, I've been like, I'm just like freaking out. Yeah. No, he is. He's exploding in that photo. That photo is perfect because yep. A, again, another, oper like another um, moment where the celebrity themselves was super, super nice. Yeah. And she, like, when silence took the photo it wasn't just like lean over the table she was like no you come around the table and yeah. you sit in the chair next to me and then she hugged sal like they knew each other really well yeah it was and that very was cool so sweet but like that was the moment where you were like ah and i'm like hey yeah and you 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 fixed yeah. it um so yeah uh where were, were we Connecticut kill it clifton oh yeah the little cons little cons um let's talk about wizard world shows really quick yeah that's a totally different experience completely different experience i've only had one really pleasant experience at a wizard world show that's and it was... not true no because we've gone to wizard world philly and that was kind of fun oh yeah wizard world philly ben and i were there last this year yeah you guys went there i've been there the past yeah i got on my little pony there yeah you did i <laughs> met dapper dan shoning from That's ghostbusters right. and I ghostbusters international who i've worked with and is a good friend of mine we i know I, I can't believe i didn't get a chance to say hi to him i know but he's uh he's super cool yeah um but yeah uh, wizard world philly the the thing that was the most fun this year was actually just meeting members of the population i didn't meet anybody besides dan that i gave a crap about but the people that actually watch the channel. I was like, hey! Yeah. And that was really fucking fun. Yeah. Um, also, Ben had, like, a serious illness and shared his root beer that he bought with me the entire day. Yes, and I did. didn't get sick somehow. Yeah, I don't know how that even happened. He had goddamn... He had, like, fucking laryngitis or some shit. Like, he was... Like, he had a throat illness that is very contagious. I missed I drank that. from the same goblet 
all day. It was a literal goblet. It's they, there's a there's a soda company that will occasionally go to these shows. There's a huge booth. I thought it was like a tankard kind of thing. It's a huge like thing. I don't know, but like you buy. Does it have a handle? Yeah, it has a it's hand. not a goblet. All right, it's a goddamn <laughs> cup you drink out of. But uh, you, if you buy the thing, you get free refills all all weekend. Uh -huh. And we just drank from it. And then like two days later, he was like, "Oh boy," and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Fine. But uh, anyway. Oh, and that's, hey, that's another thing. Con crud. Yeah. It's a real thing. We've all heard of it before. The number one solution. Because here's the thing. You're going to touch things. You're going to shake hands. You can't help it. Like, you try not to, but it's going to happen. There is hand sanitizer typically at the shows. But bring your own. Bring your own. Just it costs a like thing. a nickel. Just bring a little thing. And then, like, you don't have to, like, look, if you remember to do it after everything you touch, great. But yeah. if you don't, at least before you eat, after you use the bathroom, that's a great time. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, quick. There you go. It makes the biggest difference. It really does. Because, like, here's the thing. You're going to be in a room full of, like, thousands of people. And not everyone is the most conscientious about their about their their, their sanitation. Which is another thing. Uh... Bring a stick of travel deodorant with you if you're bringing a bag. Yeah. Like, I, I was oh, going to yeah. say wear deodorant, but the fact is, like, I'll shoot an episode of Back Issues and be like, God damn. So, like, you bring... Well, here's what's funny. like something. The cons, the bigger cons yeah. that you'll go to, you'll run to these areas that are ridiculously warm and these areas that are freezing. So, like, you're going to... Yeah, it's going to be a weird experience. Yeah, so, like, you're, you're, the homeostasis that's happening is yeah. going to be completely well, out of like, whack. If a show is in, like, let's say, October, yeah. it could... In, and in New York, it could either be yeah. uh, 65 degrees or 20. Yep. So yep. you never know if you need to bring a goddamn jacket. Yep. And that's another thing. Uh, what we found over our, over our, over the time of meeting great people and, and having these experiences at these shows, uh, you can, if you have a friend with a booth, that is the most invaluable thing it in the show. It really is. Because I'll be damned if I'm going to spend $20 to check my coat. He won't do it. He'd but, rather just be cold. But I have friends at these shows now who I could, like, leave a jacket at their booth. Yep. They'll just tuck it underneath. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'll bring a shitty jacket so that if it gets on the ground and they kick it, I don't right. care. Now, by the way, just if you have a person like that that you know and, like, maybe you're not, like, super great friends, you're just kind of acquaintances. Ask I, 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 Not just ask them, but it's kind of a nice show of faith to be, like, maybe partway through the con be like, can I get you something to drink? Yeah. Can I get you some coffee? Mm -hmm. Can I get you a snack? And just do that, and trust me, they that's what they'll remember. They won't remember that you left stuff at their booth. They'll, they'll remember that, that you were helpful. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, so Or offer to watch the booth for a little bit. That's, we've, that's we've, another thing. People we've really, occasionally done that. We have done that on a, on a, a number of occasions. Uh, they, if you have a booth yourself, you're going to want to leave almost immediately after you get it. Like, yeah. you're going you're gonna to suddenly realize you need to pee, or you're suddenly going to realize that, like, you don't want to sit for six hours, and you have a booth that you spent $2,000 yeah. on, what are you going to do? So, or like, you want to just see the Huh. Yeah, you, yeah like, you're you missing the whole show. That, that if you're not part of a team and you're at the booth, like, That's you, you don't really get thing. to see it. Yeah. Um, so if you do have a booth, and, yeah. you, and, and no matter what show you're at, um, bring a friend. Yeah, because, definitely. Because it's going to be necessary. Yep. Uh, whether you're there or, like, you know, whether you're at the bathroom or whether you're just bored, uh, it's easier for your fans or for potential fans to walk up to you if you're talking to a human being rather than looking at your phone. Yeah. Um, that I find that it, I will almost never walk up to a person at a booth, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's a creator, whether it's anybody, if they're doing this. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know if it's because I feel like I'm really intruding on something or whether it's really like uh, inhospitable of them to it do is. that. It is. But I, I never, never want to bother them when it comes to that. Um, I hear you. And 
I don't blame them for being on their phone because it, you have you're not always on. You're not yeah. always interacting with people if you're selling t-shirts or you're selling prints or you're making like commissions. You know, there's going to be a lot of downtime yeah. and you're going to find yourself like bored. Yes. So bring a goddamn friend. Yeah. Um don't rely on just like running into friends at the show because right. by the way, you might not. Like people yeah, are really busy. And the more into this world that we get, the more this con actually becomes a legitimate, legitimate convention where I am, we're meeting people yeah. to like make business. A lot of it's working at this point, which is fine because you still get to enjoy the con. Yeah. Um, you still do get to see it at some point, but a lot of it's, you know, especially now you, you, if you're with the weekly poll, you guys have got panels to do. And, we have and, two panels at New York Comic Con right. this year. Now, and that doesn't include me, but what that does include is for those of us who are with Comic Pop and will be at the show, that means that if there's any sort of filming going on... Yeah. Although I will say we don't really shoot conventions we anymore. We don't, but if something like that, like we might film the yeah. weekly pull panels. And we often will shoot something. Yeah. Some so kind of video. Inevitably, work will happen. Yes. But um, I also like that we don't shoot as much as we used to. No. And let's, you know what, let's talk about moving around the con. Okay. Um, a place like New York is notorious for being difficult, yes. especially on a Saturday. Yeah, the, and 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 there, it's gotten to the point where there almost aren't any good days to go. Like to no, go. no, it's true. But Saturday in particular can be really rough, um, and um, it comes down to being aware. And I know I'm guilty of this myself because there's there's so much going on around you. Yeah, there's you're, so you're literally to see. You're, well, like everything at a comic con is designed to catch your attention. To catch your attention, yeah. and so you're it, it either becomes a blur or it becomes an assault on your senses. Exactly, exactly. So it's difficult sometimes to not find yourself just stopping yep. and looking around. Yeah. But the people behind you are, are moving <laughs> and they're going to hit you. Yeah, and they're going to be annoyed and they and it's it's one thing to do it and then to not like be like aware of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's totally another thing to do it and then be completely unaware of it and to keep doing it. So definitely just do your best to be aware. Again, you, you can't always. It's, yeah. like, it's going to happen. Something's going to distract right. you. Whether yeah. it be a cosplayer, whether it be an awesome statue that you saw, or yeah. like a sale of some kind. Like right. Something will distract you inevitably, but just try to be aware as much as you can. Because trust me, it'll go a long way to keeping things moving and to keeping people in a good mood. That's true. Uh, another thing is to like be respectful to everyone around you. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, We're in a world now where like you know, cosplay is not consent, and it's like... Be really cool with cosplayers. Yeah. Number one, they can't carry money, so they're not buying anything at the show. Yeah. So like, and that must frustrate the shit out of them. Yeah. Unless uh, they have pouches. Right. Unless they have pouches. Number two, <laughs> like they're wearing something that they spent a lot of time and effort on. Yeah. And they're they're thinking about that constantly. Yes. Uh, and number three, they're putting themselves out there. If they're mm -hmm. dressing like a superhero, they're probably not going to be in the most conservative dress. Right. Uh, be respectful. And oh, yeah. And not just of them in their personal space, but like like you said, like they spend a lot of money on it. If they, like Regardless of how ornate the costume is, there's always the risk that you could break it. Yeah. By touching it. Yeah, so if you're, like, if you're doing a picture with a cosplayer, like try to pick a, f a pose that doesn't involve touching. Right, or let them take the lead. Let yes. them make the decision on how this should go. Exactly. You know. Um, and, and that goes for everybody, really. Like, just not like not just mm -hmm. cosplayers, but everyone that you encounter. Like, yeah. always ask permission. Yeah, always. Absolutely. Like, never think that there's never an ap appropriate opportunity to be like, can I do this? Right. Is it cool if I if I do this? Right. Um, you know, gesturing with your camera is not necessarily a request. No. No, it's not. <laughs> Doing one of these is no. not. And by the way, there, it's a different also situation if there's a cosplayer who's stopped and there's a group. 
Jump in. That's fine. Jump in and grab like, it because everyone's taking pictures. It's totally fine. You don't have to ask at that point. No. Like, they're stopped. They're posed. They're doing their thing. Yep. Like You want to get a picture over somebody else's shoulder, boom. Go for it. it. But, like, like you don't but when they're it. by themselves or they're walking with a group or they're, like, making an adjustment, you know, like, the yeah. time would be to be, like, excuse me. Like, hey, do you, would you mind if I, I grabbed a photo with you? Yes. Or of you. Oh, or of you. Then that that's another thing. Like, try to phrase it so that they know what to expect. Yes, exactly. Um... Also, um, I, I noticed someone earlier said to be kind to the crew. Yeah. The people who volunteer there, they don't have to do it. And they're get, not getting paid. No, but they are getting a free ticket. That's true. Um, I did that. Yeah, you did one that at New York the, Comic Con. Yeah, one of the early co- New, York, New York Comic Cons, Danielle and I decided that we wanted to try volunteering. Um, and they had plenty of volunteers. Um, it's something, it is a, it's a cool experience. Yeah. I don't know what it's like now, but the experience was awesome. We essentially had to go to a meeting, like... A week or so before, yep. we, we showed up. They pretty much explained everything that would be going on at the con, what we were responsible for knowing, what was going to happen the day that we were volunteering for. The fact that they had plenty of volunteers, so essentially they were sh- breaking things up into like half shifts. Yeah. But you still got your your pass essentially right. after that. Yeah. Um, we went. Um, we had like a, a morning session that we had a volunteer for. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys did come and visit us. Yeah. We ended up. I was. Downstairs, I think Danielle was too. We were in the panel area. Yeah. So essentially, we were just kind of directing people to panels. Mm-hmm. And then our, our time was up, but they were still kind of short for some reason. Yeah. So we stayed. And then I inevitably ended up, like, I was at that point because the shifts had changed. So, like, we became, like, not really senior members, but, like, we had then more experience than yeah. the people who were coming in. So we were, like, running the panel area, and Daniel was, like, in rooms and, like, holding up signs to let, like, the panelists know How much time when they have to left. go. And for the most part, people were really friendly, but a lot of that had to do, I noticed, with the actual volunteers' attitude. Like, we were upbeat, we were cheery, we were happy. You're running into people down there, especially in the panel area, who are like, I'm, I'm late for this panel, it's the end yeah. of the world. You know what I mean? Like They're flustered. They're flustered, so a lot of stuff I took in stride. Well, and but nobody also- was overly, like... Mean. But that also helps to diffuse any potential situation. If, like, you're a volunteer and you're being really cool, odds are you're going to feel like a dick if you're going to be a dick back to them. Yeah. So, like, you know, uh, reciprocated and, you know, what goes around comes around. It's yeah. Really, it's really cool. But, like, honestly, like, the volunteering part of it was a really cool experience. Um, they definitely, um, like, it just gave me, like, a totally different perspective on it. Like, yeah. there's so much going on behind the scenes of, of the con in order to make it flow. There's so many walkie-talkies. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially when it comes to celebrities and, like, trying to wrangle them. Like, there's so many moving parts yeah. with that whole thing. Um, and also, like, it's kind of cool because you make friends. That's the thing. Like, it <laughs> like looked, so if you are, like, interested in a free ticket and you're in your go- and you're thinking about going by yourself, yeah. consider volunteering. Like, right. see but about that. Right, but you definitely will have to be local because there will probably be a preliminary meeting. You will have to show up. You get a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah I still true. have my t-shirt. Yeah. Um, that was during Secret Invasion. You also got a mask. I had a scroll mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... It was it was cool. Like that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um and it was a, a totally different experience than going to the con. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's fun to see the con from multiple angles. And when I say the con, I mean like any, any con. con. Any con at all. Uh so, you know, when it comes to going to these cons, you know, planning is essential. Yeah, like and um, like not even like super essential. Like no, the like, day before, check out the schedule. Yeah, check out the schedule <laughs> and see what and like I said priorities are key. Yeah, uh, you got to decide like if there's only someone there for a day, that's a high priority for yeah. you. Um if there's a panel you want to go to, have a backup just in case it's filled. That's like, true. You know, like schedule something else for that time potentially. Yeah. Um, pack ahead. Yeah. You know, like for the most part, they don't really give you a hard time about bringing certain stuff into the con. Mm-hmm. 
bring a water bottle, whether it's something easily refilled. Oh, you want to definitely bring a water bottle. And by the way, like if you're going to bring food to the con or you're going to have food at the con, uh, make sure that it's something that is not going to fill the room with a particular smell mm-hmm. or f- or stain your clothes or get anywhere. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that. Like, um, But a quick snack. Like, yep. Bring a protein bar. A protein bar, like potato chips. Uh, something like that, especially if you think, like, okay, like, there's a panel or there's a signing or something I want to get to or kind of around lunchtime. Like, I'm going to bring this. Hold me over. Yeah. By the way, that's also a good tip if you want to get lunch. Mm-hmm. You'd go a little after your typical lunch hour. You'll yeah. have way easier time. It's true, especially at the larger cons. Uh, smaller cons, you won't probably have to worry about getting back in or anything like that. No, no, absolutely not. And even with the larger cons at this point, like they've, they've really streamlined the getting in and out process. Yeah. It's just the end of the day is the most difficult part to actually get out. Um, totally. You know, um, Sundays sometimes you can get a deal. That's the thing sometimes, when it comes to when it comes point, to the retailing floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it used to be that Sundays were the day to start doing the wheeling and dealing. Um, just a second. Pardon <laughs> me. But not always, especially earlier in what is now called the con season. If they know they have other cons to go to, they don't worry about giving deals but if you're closer to the end of the con season those guys are probably going to be looking to get rid of some of their inventory that's the thing is that a lot of uh a lot of these guys who are selling retail uh thank you very much for the for the blessings everyone. <laughs> um a lot of people who are who are who have a vendor booth they had to fill boxes with all their shit and then yeah. travel with those boxes yep. and carry them onto the floor then unpack those boxes and then try to sell what's in those boxes then they load those boxes up on Sunday and have to bring all that shit back if you want some of the things that are on those boxes that's the time to start making offers right and not like crazy offers but if you like start in a pretty decent place they might actually entertain it it's it's at least an opportunity for you to try yeah i think and i definitely encourage haggling especially in a time when like you kind of like have a better opportunity or when it's more expected friday no one's gonna haggle with you no one's interested um but Sunday, you might even find that some retailers have already lowered their prices. Yeah, a lot of them do. A lot of them have sales at the end there, like, you know, like final like hour of the con sales, and they'll start slashing prices. Yeah. Another good tip, which um, we have used, um, but um, if you are want to offer a certain dollar amount, mm-hmm. have that in your hand. Do not show them your wallet. Yes, uh, that's a big thing also. You will find that a lot of, this is just, this is unrelated and quasi-related when it comes to, like, buying things with vendors and buying things on our, our alley anywhere, uh, have cash. Yeah. Um, the ATMs are going to be a gouger. They're going to be like at 5 $6 yep. to, to, to withdraw. Um, a lot of these guys now have the, the app or the little device the on their phone, the yeah. square, that you can swipe. But uh, retailers, you know, it, it, it's harder. It's especially they, harder to... You can't haggle when you're well, using no, a Well, no, it's not just card. that, but there's a fee to use square, so they're losing out a little bit there. So either they're going to jack the price up a little bit or they're going to try to dissuade you from using it. Yeah. Um, so if you're, A, if you're looking for cash, you don't want to use the ATM, I'd recommend trying to hit up a convenience store in the area, yeah. use your debit card there and get cash back. Right. Um, you don't have to, like, you'll still technically pay the fee because you're buying an item, but you get to keep that item. That's true. Um, but if you have the cash, the retailers are sometimes a little more willing to, to deal with you and haggle with you because yeah. that's cash they just put in their pocket. That's right. Uh, you, you'll find when you're buying anything, this is just a general uh, offer uh, or, or tip, if you're buying anything, cash is always preferred mm-hmm. um, because usually they just put that money in their pocket and they don't yeah. claim it. Like, mm-hmm. When you're buying a car, for example, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the car just went away, and then they get money. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, unless something is, like, 
super either rare or something that is like clearly you think will probably actually sell out. Um, don't like impulse buying. It happens. Yep. But like for the most part, a lot of the items will always be there. Yeah. So it's okay to walk away and then decide if you want to have it. Because yeah. like, let's say you get there and you immediately see something. You're like, I want that. But yeah. then you get another booth down, and there's something you wanted even more. The person you just bought from is probably not going to take it back. Or you see the same thing yeah. for five dollars. Exactly. So it's not bad to take a. It takes a you're, small risk, but to take a walk and, yeah. and figure it out. Yeah. Uh, it also gives you a chance to like walk the floor, which I think is always advisable on the first day or so. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you don't have a list of shit you want to get done or get, or you know, if you don't have like a stack of comics you want to get signed, you don't want to meet somebody right away. Walk the floor and get a feel for the entire area, especially right. if it's a larger show. You're gonna want to like take in the sites, see how it all uh, works together, and right. know where everything is. Especially yeah. if you're if you're getting there first before like any of your friends do, or if you're just going by yourself. It's good to know your surroundings. Yes, because once you realize you want something, you're gonna want to get there, and you might not know where you are or where you're going because yep. it's hard to kind of like position yourself. So yeah. Um. Someone has any advice against pickpockets? Um. Oh, those fanny packs are terrific. I prefer one that's like bright color so they know where it is. Yeah. Um, like a Disney character. Honestly, like, let's say you have a backpack, don't make it super easy to get to. Yeah. Like, even if that means that you have to struggle to get to your own wallet, that's where you put it. Don't yeah. put it in one of those back pockets. No, I always wear, when I wear, when I carry a wallet, I always have it in my front pocket. Uh, yeah. I, if you normally keep it in your back pocket, I would start switching. Yeah, because especially for a guy, you're going to notice yes. that. You're going to um, notice someone reaching for the front of your pants. Yeah. But uh, back pocket, it's usually how pickpockets go. Yeah, well. and I'll be honest with you, um, I really, like, pare down what I bring with me. Like, I don't need, like, if I have, like, a credit card and a debit card, I don't need them both. Right. I'm going to take one or the other, and I'm going to take the one that I think has better protection on yeah. it. Cash wise, um, a lot of times I'll keep some of it in my wallet, some of it in my front pocket. That's the thing. When I said like make sure that you have cash on you, don't put it all in one place. No, you want to like put it various places, and then like you oh, look. If you want to go like totally crazy, put some of it in your shoe. You know what I mean? Like especially if you're in a if you're new to this whole experience. Let's say you've never been to New York before. Um, you know, like fine, do that. Like yeah. it's not a bad idea if you're not from the area. Like go for it. Why not? That's that's your backup just right. in case. And again, but that's another thing to always be aware. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and if you're in a if you're in a con with a big city, um, or any kind of city, get a lay of the land beforehand. Uh, I would recommend getting like uh, the Uber app if you're going to use Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more importantly, get a map of like get an understanding of how the public transportation system works and like where you're going to be staying in relation to the city itself. Yep. So that you can like get there and out without like without without lollygagging. Yep. Also, um, especially at New York, and I know we harp on this a lot, but, like, we've been to New York a lot, and it's one of the larger conventions on the East Coast, if not the largest. Um, At New York, make sure you explore the entire convention center, because they pretty much take up all of the Javits, and you'll find that most of the cosplay, if that's what you're looking for, it's outside. Yes. On a nice day, it's all outside. So, like, if you're looking for, like, there'll be other areas where there's cosplay, but they started to move more of the photo stuff outside so if you're looking for photo ops or you're looking for certain cosplayers that's where they're going to be it's true but they don't tell you that like that's just something that it's like an unspoken thing yeah it just happens it's true uh so that concludes our conversation about comic cons and tips and uh (laughs) you know stories that we've shared with you uh what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up the recorded session and then i want to uh take a quick q a oh sure for cons if you have any specific questions that we want to field for you uh, about a show especially since they're coming up 
And uh, so, yeah, I want to thank you guys for watching and joining us here on the Elseworlds Exchange. And we'll see you guys next time with an all-new episode. I am Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Or listening in that case. Bye. There we go. <laughs> all right, sorry about that. Uh, just wanted to end the recording of the show. My bad. Uh, so uh, if you have any questions or any, like, interested, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it. Up, we'll take five or ten minutes and just, like, field a couple questions about cons in general or specific questions that you have about these shows. Yeah, if you have anything, just let us know. So, yeah, let us know. New York Comic Con is cool with backpacks. I wouldn't. I would not overstuff it. Like you no. don't trust your locker in high school. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're totally cool with backpacks. Are, I recommend. You, you have them. to go through a, back ch a backpack check. Yes. Though. Uh, the le the le like the less stuff you bring, the less shit you're gonna have to like go through. Yes. But uh, the they're always gonna be bag checks, so you're yeah. gonna need to bring them. And yeah. like it depends on. It's funny. It depends on the person you get. Sometimes they're really lax about it, and sometimes they're gonna go through every single pocket. But yeah, yeah they're totally cool with backpacks. Um, and I highly recommend bringing one. Just again, prioritize your pockets to the, like the ones that are most easily accessible. Put the least valuable things that you own in them. That's where you yes, put your snacks. That's right. That's where your <laughs> snacks go. Uh, best con, in our opinion, for the East Coast. Um, you know what's fun? It depends like, on what you're looking for. It depends for. on what year it is too. Like, yes. So I don't. I don't. I I go to the ones that I like the most or have had the most uh, positive experiences with, but uh, I can't say for sure who's better. Uh, you know, I, I will never not go to New York Comic Con. Yeah. No, but, New York uh, Comic Con's fun. It is busy, though. And it gets busier. It gets very so, busy. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy PAX East. Yeah. PAX East is fun. Yeah. Uh, what con treated the YouTube guys like you the best? Um, nobody. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> um, most of the cons, like, it depends. Like, it's really not the cons who are dealing with them. It's more or less the network. So, yeah. And the network has been great. So. That's true. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, WonderCon was fun uh, when I went to that. Mm -hmm. Didn't talk about that at all, but, you know, whatever. I we'll, wasn't there. We'll get there again. You know, I'll, I'll talk <laughs> about that. But, uh, yeah, uh, most cons are still kind of working out the whole YouTube thing and, like, who is a YouTuber and whatnot. PAX East, actually, was probably the most YouTube centric. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was. They had like a whole thing. They had a whole um, thing. Markiplier was there. But that makes sense because yeah, because it's, it's streamers yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was huge. Someone asked, "Who is the most famous person you've met at a con?" An A-lister. Oh, an A-lister, huh? Uh, most famous. I guess that depends, though. On... Yeah, I mean, like I met Kevin Smith at a con, um, uh -huh. and he's, I guess, an A-lister. I don't know. Um, but as far as actors go. Uh... Um, I don't know. Sean Astin. Yeah, we met um, Sean Astin. We also, we've talked with Scott Snyder before. Yes. You've never seen that, but we have. Yeah, we have met Scott Snyder a couple times now. And yeah. He's, uh, he's always very gracious and pleasant. nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. Very nice guy. Um, um, we, um, while Sal was talking to Dan Slott once, Kevin Grievous. Yeah, Kevin Grievous came up to us. Yeah. So uh, he played a, a, a lichen in that was Underworld. Funny. I don't think he's an A-lister, but I still think I like that story. It was fun, really yeah. Funny. That was a great con story. I'll save um, that for, for... Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah. Oh, uh, well, no. Uh, I don't really know. What was meeting Kevin Smith like? Super fun. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He's really funny. He's always, like, very pleasant. Um, it was very, it was actually interesting, though. When I met him in 2006, it was very different from when I met him last year. Yeah. Last year, it was after a Hollywood Babylon episode, and he was wiped. Yeah, he, was, he was just done. I wouldn't know. No, but he was really, he was done. He was tired. Yeah. And I felt really bad for being there. And, like... Uh, but he was still really, really like gracious and pleasant and, and personable. Like you could tell the dude, like the dude treats his life like it's a gift and that's really fucking cool. Yeah. He's just, he's always really appreciative of what he has and he really appreciates when, you know, anyone yeah. is a fan of his. Absolutely. 
Um, rudest person you met at a con? Uh, probably just regular con. Yeah, it's just regular people. Yeah, typically. no celebrity has been like a real dick. No, not like no, no, no. no. Um, yeah, uh, have we ever cosplayed? Yeah, you yep. were a female version of Doctor Strange last I year was. at New York Comic Con. I went to Kineticon as a Ghostbuster. Yes. As I will be a Ghostbuster every Halloween for the rest of my life. He will. Because now I've got my I got my proton pack. I got happen. my jumpsuit. I'm just going to be improving it over time. That's, so that's right. That's it. Uh. What was the first weekly pull con like? It was very fun. Uh, what was that? That was New Ball- York. Was that New York? New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con was the first one. That was awesome. It was that great. Was. To, it was that great. That was to... crazy too because Rob had not been to New York. No, he'd never been there. Yeah. So he was like, ah. And again, like he he's been to cons before, but like New York's different because there's so much walking not only like, to go to the con, yeah, or to, like at the con, but to get to the con, you have to pretty much walk everywhere. Another example of. Yeah, you need to wear. You need to bring those shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, was Neil Adams the expensive creator? Yes. Yes. Um, cool, coolest cosplay you've ever seen? Coolest? Wow. Oh man, I've seen the Hulkbuster cosplay. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. Um, oh, I saw that. Uh, I took a picture of the Thanos cosplayer, the dude at WonderCon who was Thanos. If you want, check our Instagram, Instagram.com/slash/comicpopofficial. Right. You can check that out. But oh, yeah. okay, at Kineticon. I this just past Kineticon, um, I have a photo of me and a guy dressed up as as Iroh from Avatar: Last Airbender. That Defender. was amazing. He is spot on. Yeah. Like it's like they took him out of the show and put him there. Yeah. And like I felt really bad because his wife, I guess, was dressed up as um Lynn Bayfong yes. or Toph Bayfong. I, I wasn't. I think it was. I think it was I was Lynn. legitimately not paying attention. She had the scar, so it was. Like... So I, I again barely paying attention. And I felt bad because she wanted to be in the photo, and I was just like hugging his belly because I was yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was so fun. <laughs> uh, do we work in or own a comic book store? No. Uh, Baby Predator. Yeah, I saw Baby Predator. Uh, oh, yeah. Biggest con let down? I don't know. Uh, there have been a couple of cons where we were like... Oh, I know. Um, the last time we went to the New York Comic Con with um, Benny, um, Bill Nye was supposed to be there. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't get... I couldn't meet him. Yeah, they wouldn't let... They wouldn't let her go through. I wanted to meet Bill Nye. That was... Uh, that sucked. That was the biggest letdown That was the biggest me. letdown, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see oh have you, you know been what? to Hole H no I've never been to San Diego Comic Con no we'd like to do that though yeah Um. someone mentioned that uh, they saw a guy dressed as Zangief at yes. New York Comic Con yeah there's also a guy at Baltimore yeah and, and every year he goes it's the same thing and I don't know what it is but it's horrifying and it bothers everybody and yeah. I don't know how he gets through it but he's yeah. like a 50-year-old man who wears a loincloth, and that's it. Yeah, it's crazy. And I and we were there last year with the Weekly Pool guys. I was like, I was like Rob, look. Yeah, look at this guy. And he's like, why'd you make me look? And I'm like, because everyone has to see him. Yeah. Now happy birthday, Sonny. Hey, happy uh, birthday. I met Garth Ennis at Baltimore Comic Con one time. Did you? Yes. I have my first volume of Preacher signed. That's cool. That was cool. That's very cool. That's that's really cool. Yeah. That's it. I'd say that was an A-lister. That was an A-lister. There you yeah. go. I met Garth fucking Ennis. Yeah. He was just, he literally, he was sitting at a table. They had a huge line. The line went through, like, like he, cheers. That's it. It was amazing. Yeah. And I was just like, hi, Mr. Ennis, you're amazing, blah, blah, blah. My friend says that you're not Irish. He's like, well, <laughs> your friend's a fucking idiot. I'm like, yes, he is. Thank you very much, Garth Ennis. Goodbye. <laughs> um, biggest Comic-Con wish? Uh... I don't know, man. We also uh, saw Todd McFarlane. We saw Todd McFarlane. We did not get to meet Todd McFarlane. No, we could have. I, I we hope I meet s- him this year. Kind of screwed that one up. Yeah. Because I knew a, a person who I know, their husband worked with him. Yes. But no longer does. Yeah. 
drop the ball. Uh, how do I? How can I get into a panel? Like, you want to have a panel or you want to attend a panel? Because if you want to have a panel, you go to the cons website and you just submit the panel. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking to get into a panel that you want to see, unfortunately, that's one of those things where you're going to have to know ahead of time what panel you want to get to. And yeah. if you think it's going to be popular, again, a lot of times we'll see that with um, screenings yep. for things, especially if you're an anime fan, they'll show like anime screenings. Those fill up pretty quickly. Yeah. It's, you're going to have to get there early. So like, you're going to have to budget the fact that you may have to get there up to an early, like, up to an hour early and wait on the line. Yeah. So again, that's going to be like a decision you have to make. Yeah. Um, if you need, yes, you do need a pass yes. in order to get into a panel. Uh, yes. Because the panels are all part of the show. You have to pay the for the The panels are, are within the con and they don't want to have to deal with that yeah unfortunately now let's say there is um like a lot of times some of the companies will do things other places mm -hmm. but you still oftentimes will need a wristband or yeah something to get into that as well so yeah. uh what was the other one somebody asked uh there was a good one where would we find a list of panels you just go to the website and there's like there should be a panel list yeah um, yeah Oh, crap, where yeah, was it? Typically, you'll find that. And again, that's one of those <clears throat> things that you can check. Even for like something like New York or Baltimore, you can check them now. But then always check them again, when yeah. you, like a day or so before. Because if it's a if it's a special guest sort of panel, they can cancel. Yeah. Uh, someone asked, does it ruin the illusion to meet somebody who has uh, created something of yours? So, sometimes. No, so, I've never had that. I've never had the illusion shattered when I've met somebody, uh, I think. No, I don't think so either. Um, no, like, all right, we met Kevin Conroy, and it was such a brief interaction. That was not. That was not. That was ideal. Little, it was a little disappointing. Yes, but it didn't shatter the illusion of Kevin Conroy as Batman. No. but it was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, nobody I've met has like ruined what I thought of them. Yeah, by no. just simply by talking with exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. And we did get a picture with Kevin Conroy. We do. I don't have it with me, but... Uh, it's somewhere. Yeah. Um, He's tall. He is tall. Yeah. yeah. I was really... I was the shortest person in a photo. Yeah. Somebody asked, well, what was the most you've paid for a signature? That was Nathan Fillion. You can look up his rates. It was pretty expensive. It's more than... Actually, it was. Le it didn't reach my limit. Because Mark Hamill wanted $100. Yeah. And I was like, no. Yeah. And then, the next day, I was like, I wish I had spent the $100. Right. Uh, oh, I got... Oh, also, hey... Sometimes and it yeah. does. It's not going to always work. But if there's a celebrity that you like have an interest in, but maybe you don't have fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty dollars in your pocket, yeah, and there's no line for them, you can sometimes just go up and be like, "I just want to say hi and how cool you are and shake your hand." Yes, and that I think is more valuable. Yeah, we've done sometimes. that. We did that when we met um when we met um Peter Mayhew. Yes, and I okay. This is one of those... That was that was the first or second year. This is one of those cringy moments that I've never forgotten. <laughs> but Sal and a friend of ours met Peter Mayhew, and then I came over, and I was like, oh, I just want to shake his hand, because it's huge, yeah. right? Like, he has a huge hand, and it's really, like, soft, and, like, it just envelops your hand as you go to shake it. Yeah. And I have a sort of firm handshake, because yeah. that's what I was taught. Like, if you shake your hand, you shake someone's hand. Yeah. So I did that, and I hit his elbow right into the table. Mm. And I have never forgotten that. I was like, wham! <gasps> yeah, you broke Chewbacca's arm. I didn't! <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, he does have a pillowy soft. He does. It was such a great experience, but, like, I, that's the part I remember the most, other yeah. than, like, his, his, like, handshake, is just that sound of tonk. I was like, yeah, that well, was uh, that was a uh, that was year two, and it was like we went down a line where because it was Peter Mayhew said hi to him, mm -hmm. Gary Coleman, 
and said hi to him, shook yeah. his hand. Ray Park. Uh, and then the kid who played Dwoba Fett in Attack of the Clones, I was like, no! Yeah. Uh, somebody said, what was the longest you waited in line to meet somebody? That was probably the Kevin Smith line. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty long. That was, that was a long line. There was a double line. Because sometimes, and again, this is something that if you're not, if you're kind of new to the con scene, you may not know this. Some high-profile individuals, not only will you have to wait in line to actually meet them, but you have to wait in line to get a ticket Yes. in order to meet them. Yeah. Sometimes Which is... you have to pay for said ticket through getting a VIP badge. Yeah. And sometimes you have to just be lucky. Yes. Which, which we were. Gabe asked... Uh, Sorry, which, I'm looking at the Tiff arm wrestle Chewbacca and won. And won. <laughs> I begrudgingly won Yeah, that. you beat Chewbacca. There yeah. you go, everybody. Yeah, that's right. It's a good one. That's right, you, you better watch out. Um, any tips for not getting sick at a con? Literally just hand sanitizer and, and be cautious. Like, if some if you're if you're leafing through comics and you hear somebody hacking up a lung, just, just go away! Because <laughs> yeah. they're not going to leave and going like, <laughs> excuse me, is yeah. like not going to fucking move. No. Because, listen, there are going to be people who have fucking typhoid that are right. going to go to this con no matter what. Also, like, keep hydrated. I know it's really stupid sounding, but, like, your body needs water of yeah. any kind. Get it, sleep, drink fluids. Yeah. And just, hand sanitizer. Like, that's yeah, it. Be, treat your body more carefully with the days before and after the con than ever before. Mm-hmm. And and you will be, you'll be ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Gabe asked if we would ever pay to meet uh, Stan Lee. I've met Stan Lee twice. I have two signatures by Stan Lee. That's right. One of them is over there. It's yeah. of my Amazing Spider-Man annual number three when Spider-Man first tried to join the Avengers. Yes. Uh, that was very fun. Yes. That was a crazy day, and that was through Big Apple Con. Tiffany gave me a birthday present in which it was a meet and greet with Stan Lee, so I got to, like, talk with the man. I have a photo over there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The other time was, uh, I think, Baltimore. Yeah. And by the way, I felt that that was really worth it, because I know they keep saying, like, he is going to stop doing cons. I'm sure he'll do them for as long as he He's can. He's going to New York Comic Con. Like, I know. He, he said he's going to stop, like, a year ago. Right. But for me, the reason I wanted to do it when I did it was he's getting older, and the older he gets, the, like, not that he's not going to be like, but the listed, less, yeah. but the more responsive he's going to be. So that was something that I thought was worth it yeah. to get earlier. It was, in a, it was a singular experience. Yes. Um, what's the most memorable piece of merch that you've bought at a con? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. Bought Which means I don't have anything memorable. Uh, no, I have some posters. <laughs> Tiffany has something. It's not even at a Comic Con. No, that's right. That was at PAX East. You got your Gordon Freeman Half Life. My Black Mesa Research Facility crowbar. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like I can. I could have gotten this at the store. I didn't even know it existed, though. And that's one of the things, too. At cons, you will find out about things. That you didn't even know existed. Yeah. The axe, I love my axe, my Eternal Warrior axe. Yeah, but that was I not didn't at, get a that at a con. You, we got that at the Valiant office. Yeah, I certainly did. So, but anyway, uh, <laughs> that wraps up our Q and A portion of this episode. I want to thank you guys so much for hanging out with us That's for this little right. while. And, um, and I have no doubt that we will do another one of these as we get closer to the con. Maybe we'll just do a little video just about things that you might want to remember for the con. Yeah, um, it's true. But always feel free to like you know tweet us questions or put questions down in the comments and we'll try to get to them. Not only that, but like your fellow um, you know population members might also have some tips. That's true. The more yeah, the more comic people you talk to, the more experienced collective you're going to be That's have right. access to. So uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us uh, at the end tail end of our of our show, mm-hmm. and we'll see you guys later. That's so right. take care, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.